Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. How are you all today? Everybody good? Uh, Waysak Day is coming. Yeah. So today's topic is on Waysak. Uh, <clears throat> In a way, uh, when we want to talk about Vesak, uh, there's so much to talk about that. Although Vesak, as we know, is a celebration of three, three main things in the Buddha's life. Uh, is everything okay? I see everybody looking around. Is the audio working? Everything okay? <laughs> Uh, so we celebrate namely the Buddha's birth, his enlightenment, and his final passing into Parinibbana. Yeah. Um, but in a way, Vesak is uh, the celebration of uh, the Buddha's work, yeah. of what Buddhas do. And what do, what do Buddhas do? Uh, before I go into that, maybe we can invite the other participants to turn on your webcam. Unless you are in some secret facility. <coughs> okay, let me try to... See whether I can. Uh, maybe later, if I need to, I will turn on the the whiteboard. So, what did what do Buddhas do? Uh, generally speaking, we say the Buddha uh, do do. Uh, what do Buddhas do? We say the the Buddhas do the work of liberating sentient beings. Yeah, uh, by showing the way to liberation. Um, but when we think about that, then it's no longer just saying, oh, I want to liberate sentient beings, then I just go and liberate sentient beings. Uh, but rather, it, uh, it includes uh, starting off having the aspiration, yeah, making the aspiration to walk the path, um, and then starting the cultivation of the six perfections, the numerous uh, qualities up to perfection, all the various practices, and then um, reaching uh, from the first Asankhya Kappa completion, attaining to the principle of emptiness, uh, reaching first stage, second stage, third stage, up to seventh stage, completing the second Asamkhya Kappa, and then furthering the practices instead of entering Parinibbana, to further the practices, eight, nine, ten, completing the Bodhisattva path, then further um, attaining to the equivalence of the Buddha's uh, wisdom, and then 
in the past, I think this part I was uh, uh, I sometimes lump up the tenjuety with stage ten, uh, so I must make a correction. <laughs> yeah, actually after tenjuety, then there's miaojue, and then uh, there's after stage ten, there's tenjue and miaojue. So then up to the point of uh, uh, residing in Tushita happened, and then. Um, Waiting, awaiting the conditions of sentient beings, mm. which can, which which is all this period, uh, all this period waiting for sentient beings condition. Uh, so uh, before we even talk about the entering yeah, of the womb, the birth of the Buddha, so much things has to be done, you know. Yeah. So but we up, we just celebrate after all this you know we are only celebrating starting from the birth and because we have we we have limited wisdom we only know the buddha from the point of his birth yeah then his enlightenment to the passing and really this three thing is remarkable yeah but from the suttas the commentaries we learned that um the journey didn't start with the birth yeah the birth, in a way, is the combination of a much longer journey, starting from the point where he makes the Bodhisattva vow, yeah, the vow of Bodhicitta, to strive for enlightenment uh, for the sake of liberating all sentient beings. When we could say that when the Buddha started off as an unenlightened Bodhisattva, at that point in time, he was very much just like you and me. Yeah. Uh, don't, this is not what I say. Huh? <laughs> this is what my teacher shared with us. Yeah. And later I found that his basis for saying this is actually can be found in the Sammei Sui Chan. Those of you who attend the modern water repentance puja, yeah, in the Shi Shi Fen, yeah, it actually talks about this. Yeah. Uh, sometimes when we uh, think about the Chinese Mahana tradition, uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Buddhists always ask me, Sipu, how come Chinese Mahana tradition has so much rituals? Uh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, this year we we cannot have so much rituals now because of the rising community cases. But oftentimes, uh, Buddhists would ask me this. Yeah. Uh, I can't say whether it's especially so for Theravadan Buddhists, but sometimes Mahana Buddhists also wonder. How come we seem to have more rituals? Yeah. But the so-called rituals yeah, uh, is actually um comprising of a lot of teachings yeah. the trouble is um, we are not so familiar with the language yeah um, and we don't do the preparation work before we attend the puja yeah, we just jump straight in yeah so it's like it's like any any um uh, level 300 uh, course uh, 
if you don't have the background you go for a workshop yeah. even we talk if we talk about worldly subjects if you don't don't have the prerequisites and you just jump in and join a workshop yeah and you do the exercise the homework people do you also do you see people do you also do <laughs> but people do know you do don't know <laughs> yeah so similarly for the uh, those puja uh, i personally don't really conduct any of those puja yeah uh, in part because in singapore there are a lot of venerables a lot of temples conducting those puja already. Yeah, i don't have to <laughs> We don't need one more mark, one more variable, one more shift to conduct. Uh. Yeah. But I tell you the truth. In part because I don't know how to do it, so. <laughs> uh, if we don't know, we must admit we don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I if I really go and prepare, uh I can read the words. Uh, and uh Maybe some of the verses I know I know the tune. <laughs> yeah. But I've always not been very inclined towards doing puja. No. But and, and I must also admit in the past I tend to be quite averse to them. Yeah. But later on after uh after ordaining and learning more Dharma, um I don't know whether it's because I somehow managed to learn more Dharma or maybe um, as some would say you know some obstacles purified then when my teacher passed away and we went to uh, Taiwan for the funeral and the wake well there were massive puja you know <laughs> very long like for one whole week <laughs> and somehow during that period all the different chants that I've chanted, I join in, right? Most of them I have joined in before when I was a lay person. But when I was a lay person, I chant, I also don't know, <laughs> totally blind to know what, like, first of all, barely read most of the words. Secondly, even if I read the words, I don't really know the context and meaning. But somehow, after six over months, six months plus um, of ordination, when I went for the my teacher's week when i went through the the Liang Bao Chan, i went through the mong san everything suddenly everything makes sense or else i was i was quite overwhelmed actually that gosh there's so much teaching you know yoga chara teaching here Madhya mika teaching there like all over you know yeah so my teacher uh shared with us that when we do this, let's say we do we Pai Yuan, yeah, and we recite the various Buddha's name, um, we should reflect how the Buddha in a long distance past, uh, he was unenlightened just like us. But now after many, many eons, many, many eons later, many, many kalpas later, his, his statue is sitting up there and we are down here. <laughs> He's enlightened already for a long time. He's already enlightened. We are still who we are. <laughs> we still sama sama. He's sama sambodhi. We sama sama. <laughs> also got sama, but 
don't have the somebody. Yeah, ours is sama sama, <laughs> sama putujana, <laughs> not sama somebody. Yeah, you can understand sama sama. Yeah, so Malay is a beautiful language, you know, because uh, especially for Buddhists, Buddhists should have uh, very strong affection for the Malay language, whether it's Malayu, uh, whether it's Bahasa Malayu or Bahasa Indonesia. Yeah, because there's a lot of Sanskrit inside. I mean, this is historical. Huh? I'm not trying to stir the pot or rock the boat, okay? This is just historical. Uh, so, um, when we celebrate with Sak, um, we celebrate the birth, the enlightenment, and the final passing. But know that uh, we have that potential also. But we got to start somewhere. Yeah, we got to start somewhere. Uh, and when when can we start? Yesterday, tomorrow, next year? No, not that next year is too far away. Yeah, not that tomorrow is too late. But any time you make the aspiration, it is always now. If you start next year, then. You have to wait for next year to be now. Then you can start. So it's always now. Yeah. You want to do your practices? You can only do it now. But I tell you, you want to do bad things? Also only now. <laughs> you want to do stupid things? Also only now. You want to get angry? Also only now. You cannot get angry in the future. Future, you must wait until future become now, then you get angry. Yeah. You cannot get angry in the past. You can get angry with the past, but only now. <laughs> now is the only time we can. No other time. Yeah, no other time. So the question is how do we want to celebrate now? How do we want to spend the now? Now, now. The now, now, now. So the now, now, later. The now, now, now. <laughs> but um, still, if now we say, a lot of now. <laughs> if now we say, okay, let's, for this way, let us all have the aspiration to attain enlightenment. We can also do that. But maybe some of you may do it unwillingly. Yeah? <laughs> some of you are like, Hey, but <laughs> so it's good enough that I attend your talk, you know, I support you. Uh, I'm afraid not enough people attend your talk. Uh, I see you quite floating. <laughs> now you still want me to huh? go and walk the path. You know how long it is. <laughs> yeah. I haven't got my bonus, you know. Now mid-year the, the, the mid-year mid-year sale gonna be cancelled already. Singapore mid-year sale, I've been waiting then. I, I, I thought we we're going to have a mid-year sale. Now don't have. Now I have to wait for Tang Pao. <laughs> uh, and then June is coming. Then a 6-6 six, six sale is coming. Then you now, now you ask me to make aspiration. Then later I'll feel guilty. Ah, uh, you evil monk. <laughs> Always uh, uh, make us feel guilty. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but of course, I cannot tell you that I want you all to make the aspiration to the Buddha Buddhahood Soma. Yeah, of course, I must say 
Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. It would be wonderful if we all can make that aspiration. Yeah. So let, let's, let's just put that as a super long-term goal. Okay, super, super long-term goal. Yeah, so long that we just put it there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because every day when we recite, actually we are, we are putting a marker there, putting a marker there. But are we going to uh, attain Buddhahood now? Now, now? Uh, you want also cannot. Why? <laughs> because the Buddha's teaching is still around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to wait until no more Buddha's teaching. Then you can attain Buddhahood. Attaining Arahanthood, you can attain anytime. Yeah. If there's no more teachings and you attain Arahanthood, then automatically you are renamed as Pachika Buddha. Yeah. Actually, now my understanding is all the terms is just religious terms, you know. Yeah, depending on when you attain enlightenment, then you're given different names. That's all it is, you know. Yeah, but even then, even then, it is not that they are the same also. <laughs> because to be able to do it in your final birth without anybody teaching you, it's also very difficult. <laughs> you just think about it. We don't talk about enlightenment, huh? We talk about worldly, worldly skills. Yeah, worldly skills. How many of you managed to learn to ride bicycle on your own? <laughs> then all of you teach you. <laughs> A bicycle quite easy. Yeah, bicycle quite easy. How many of you managed to learn how to ride bicycle without crashing ever before? No crashing before? Uh, it's very similar, you know. If you crash and crash and crash until one day you don't crash and you manage to write and then occasionally still crash and, but you still try, try, try until one day you can write, you know, very steadily. Yeah. That process is like you start trying and then you do stupid things, you fail, you go to lower realms. <laughs> you crash. And then after you still try. And then you get reborn as human being, as Deva, and then you try and try, try, try. Try until you, you stop going to low realms. You succeed, you attain Arahan. Yeah. But to be able to do that, you must have perseverance. You must have, um, you must put in a lot of effort also. But still, what can we do now? What can we do now? Uh, some of you have attended or are attending the Way to Buddha Buddha. Yeah, it's a very wonderful piece of uh, uh, commentary by the late Ying Sun Daosu. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are very fortunate, you know. Actually, we are, we are still considered very fortunate, although also not so fortunate. Fortunate in the sense that in our lifetime, we actually live in the lifetime of a great master who mastered the Tripitaka. Yeah. But even as we speak, in Myanmar, there are the one Pitaka master, two Pitaka master, and three Pitaka master. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in what sense? There are those who, in Myanmar, those monks who are able to memorize the whole Vinaya. I don't mean five precepts, uh, who cannot memorize five precepts? Uh? <laughs> I mean the whole Vinaya text. 
Vinaya text is not just the precepts, you know. And it's not just, don't, don't think that, oh, Genma, Theravada, 227 rules. No, no. They must memorize the, the uh, Bivanga part, the, all the, the origin story of all <laughs> Pamplano, not just the Patimoka. Then there are those who uh, memorize the Sutta Pitaka. Then there are those who memorize the Abhidhamma Pitaka. Then there are those who memorize Vinaya and Sutta, Sutta and Abhidhamma. Then there are those who memorize all three. Now there are still those yeah, who, who can do that. But it takes a lot of perseverance, a lot of effort. So what can we do? Yeah. We are very fortunate to be living in this time where there are still great masters who devote their life to doing all this. Uh, I'm very thankful to my teacher because uh, when I asked him for ordination, he just smiled. When I expressed my intent, he just smiled and congratulated me and then he just walked off. <laughs> he didn't give me a quiz, you know. Later on, when my teacher passed away, some of the lay devotees told me that they also tried to ordain last time and then the teacher, my teacher asked them to memorize the Diamond Sutra before they can ordain. Ask them to memorize the Lotus Sutra. <laughs> I was like, wow, hey. <laughs> wow, if my teacher asked me to go and memorize all that, I'm like, okay, so sorry, see you again. <laughs> yeah. And then my teacher brought me to. Uh, meet various uh, uh, seniors, uh, masters in Taiwan, including Venerable Yingshen. So I, I had the chance to have a glimpse of him. Yeah, literally have a glimpse of him. <laughs> but because somehow, somehow I arrived late. Yeah, just assume it's my fault. Although it's not really my fault, but just assume it's my fault. Yeah, why my fault? Because my my cup, my dharma condition not strong enough. So as a result, the senior who brought me somehow there were a lot of obstacles that, that morning. <laughs> After ordination, the first batch, the first entourage with my teacher went off. Then the second entourage, there were a lot of delays. Then after that, the vehicle don't know go where I go. Where. By the time we reached, my teacher has already finished chatting with the with Master Inchun. <laughs> then when I arrived, <laughs> By then, he's very elderly and he's, he's actually physically quite weak. Yeah. And so he, 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 I said, uh, and at that point in time, first day of ordination, I also don't know what to say. Uh. Go there, then the senior did. I think, I think, I think, I can't even remember what we talked, what, what, what I talked to him about. I think he remember that he, he asked, uh, oh, that you are the one who ordained. <laughs> yeah. And at that point in time, I don't even know that he is uh, like he's the author of Miao Yin Ji, that he's the author of the Chen Fu Zi Dao, and so on and so forth. Yeah, so Chen Fu Zi Dao is uh, by far in recent times, okay, in recent times, a very important uh, text. Yeah, in modern Chinese uh, Buddhism. Yeah. 
And I would say in Buddhism itself, very rather important text. It summarizes the, the various parts. When it says Chen Fu Zi Dao, sometimes or our way to Buddhahood, sometimes we look at it and we feel like, oh yeah, this is not for me. Yeah. I'm not ready to attain Buddhahood. Yeah. Or we may think, ah, I have a lot of defilements, so I'm I'm not pure enough to read this. Just as uh, I had a student long time ago, he had uh, he had the aspiration to ordain. Then his mother don't agree. So I told him, uh, bring your mother to come and see me. Yeah. I'm very garaman. <laughs> Whenever people say their mother wants to see me, I say, come, come, let's sit down. <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, sitting now with uh, mothers and fathers since secondary school. Yeah. When I was a patrol leader in scouts in secondary school, my my patrol member, he, he was physically quite weak, so I wanted to train him up. And then he, he went up to his mother, and then he thought that he can use his mother to pressure me so that I wouldn't give him so much push-up and train him so hard. And, when, and he must have thought that by saying that my his mother wanted to see me, I would just back off, you know. So then I said, okay, can, when, where? So I brought the whole petrol to his house, sat down with the mother, talked to her for maybe half an hour or one hour. And after I finished, the mother said, I leave my son to you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. <laughs> his son was like... <laughs> so there and then in the living room, yeah, he immediately had to do the shot. <laughs> yeah. I must admit that, I must admit, while at that age, uh, I had the good intent to try to train up the whole team, but I must admit at that age, there's a bit of that ego that I wasn't aware at that point in time. Yeah. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have expressed myself in, in certain ways. Yeah. Uh, but water under the bridge uh, can only change now. Past cannot change, can only change now. So, <clears throat> Uh, so that, that student, back to the student, he wanted to ordain, so he brought his mother over. So the moment the mother came into the, into the um, classroom, well, the mother went on and on about how his son is not suitable, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I'm quite a conserva uh, conversational, not conservative, conserva uh, conversational person, right? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't have a chance to talk, you know. <laughs> His mother just rattled on, like, come in then. <laughs> well, he went, she went non-stop for almost half an hour, detailing all the different reasons why his son is not suitable. And basically, he was putting down his son, saying how bad, how, how bad his son is, you know, how much bad qualities, you know, <clears throat> and so on and so forth. When he, and then uh, at some point, he, she ran out of bullet. Yeah. So she said, so, oh, then, then she basically had to stop. Then I just replied one line, said, Auntie, don't worry,就是因为你的孩子有这么多问题,所以才要出家。没有问题就不用出家了. 
Andy, don't worry. It's precisely because your son has so much problem. That's why he should ordain. Yeah. If he has, if he has no problem, he do have the ordain. He's already enlightened. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, the only problem that the son has is the son is not ready. So the son cannot eaten by a tiger. <laughs> so now married with three kids. Mm. Uh, uh, so you know who you are, not 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 here in uh, at the present moment, yeah. But the, that student, I know him for many years, yeah. But he's 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 a he's a nice boy. He's a nice boy. Now not boy. Uh, now already, now he's already late thirties. Uh, should be late thirties already. Back then he was in his uh, mid twenties. When I first came back, early twenties, mid twenties. So, <clears throat> so don't think that oh, Shifu, Chen Fu know the way to Buddhahood is not suitable for me because uh, I have a lot of a lot of bad habit. I have a lot of defilements. You know, I have so much bad qualities. I don't worry. Uh, I'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, it's precisely because you have so much bad qualities. That's why you should strive towards Buddha. <laughs> if you really, really don't have bad qualities, you should be the one writing way to Buddha. Yeah. It's, it's, it makes sense, right? If you, if you already know everything in primary, in primary school, then you don't have to attend primary school. It's precisely because you don't know, the, you don't know much uh, or everything about primary school subjects. That's why you need to study primary school. It's precisely because you don't know enough about secondary school subjects. That's why you need to go to secondary school to study. Yeah. Of course, in the academic field, there's also the issue of getting the paper. Yeah. Hey, I'm curious, huh? Me and Esther, why is why are you all wearing masks at home? Are you at home? No, uh, Oh, your, your attire looks very home, uh. Your home office, uh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the workplace. People are also wearing masks. Mm -hmm. huh? You're now high alert. Lah. Huh? How come I didn't know? Am I supposed to go? <laughs> huh? Now high alert. The virus can transmit through the webcam. <laughs> uh. mm. Yeah, so the first reason why. Uh, learning the way to Buddhahood is not an issue is because striving towards Buddhahood uh, is not something that we should be afraid of. Yeah, uh, Not because you think that you are very lousy and what not. Yeah? As my teacher also said, um, you, uh, you don't have to worry that you're not good enough uh, or that you, you, uh, if you take up the Bodhisattva path and then you, are, uh, you don't know the precepts you can take up the precepts first and then you start learning and start to learn and train. But even more importantly, if you look at the way to Buddhahood, <clears throat> it actually is very interesting. Huh? For those who have uh, gone through the way to Buddhahood, it starts with Hui Sampao, right? The Sampao, the Gong De, yeah, the three refuge, yeah, the merits and value of taking refuge. <clears throat> then after that, 
五乘共法、三乘共法、大乘共法。<coughs> it never just the by right, if you think about it, eh, how come don't just jump straight into the 大乘不共法 How come don't just jump straight into Buddhist path? Yeah, right. We want to be attain Buddhahood, ma. <laughs> just go straight. <laughs> yeah, express queue. Yeah, 直通车当 Yeah, cannot because actually the way to Buddhahood requires you to fulfill the 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 foundation first. Yeah, if you are still engaging in uh uh wrong deal. Yeah, that means you don't take refuge in the Buddha Dharma Sangha, in the sense that taking refuge basically means that you acknowledge that the Buddha is enlightened. You're not enlightened. You take refuge in the teachings. May you may not be able to fulfill the teachings yet, but you agree the teaching that right view is right view, wrong view is wrong view. That means wholesome is wholesome, unwholesome is unwholesome. Yeah. If you still don't agree with that, then quite naturally you cannot fulfill. The Wu Chen Gong Fa, which is Ren Tian Chen, right? That means the path to human and heavenly rebirth, which is which comprises the ten wholesome deeds. So if you cannot even do that, that means you disagree. Yeah, you willfully, consciously think that no, no such thing. Then how can you possibly attain Buddhahood? Yeah, because it means that you still want to engage in harmful acts. Yeah, that you think is okay. So um, and all the way to um, the San Chen Gong Fa, which is Four Noble Truth Eightfold Path Dependent Origination, the way to attaining a liberation as an Arahant or Pachika Buddha, and ultimately Da Chen Bu Gong Fa, the Pusatao, Buddhist Path. So so the path itself actually is not simply about wow those amazing six parameta. This parameter is actually at the later stages, yeah. But but the six parameter is also not just done by the bodhisattvas. The six parameters are actually done by everybody. It's just that to different degrees, yeah. Giving giving also can also be done by those under the five uh, uh, the the. The practices, the dharma, common to the five vehicles, right? Correct or not? Yeah. Give the practice of generosity. It's just that it is not a man mandatory practice, yeah, for uh enlightenment. Yeah. So you can attain arahanthood without having done much giving. Also, yeah. the Buddha did highlight that you can do that, but when you attain arahanthood. The arahanthood will still be the same, but when you are a monk or nun, you you have difficulty with your resources. <laughs> you go for arms round and always come back empty. You don't do dana. <clears throat> and so, um, that's to say that all all the practices actually leads up to Buddhahood, but it must start with right view. If you have wrong view, then all the practices actually lead you to samsaric existence. Yeah. So then the question is, what can we do now? Still, we come back to what can we do now? So we can start off ask ourselves, uh, this way someday, and we already say, put down the long term goal, right? Then next, you ask yourself, within this lifetime, 
can you assure yourself? Don't, don't assure anybody. Don't have to assure Sifu. Don't have, have to go and worry about other people. Assure yourself that you can be confident that you can be reborn as a human or heavenly being. Um, make sure you are established in that first. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's fair, right? Yeah. And in this case, right, <laughs> I want to introduce something very worldly also. Yeah, very worldly. Uh, it's like retirement plan, right? Do you all have retirement plan? Have a have a I I don't have retirement. <laughs> monastics cannot retire <laughs> until the last day. Until the last day, you also you also don't know which day is your last day, right? So every day there'll be people who come at Sifu. Can I have a consult? Sifu, my so and so is sick. Uh, every day is <laughs> yeah, on duty. But for lay people, your plan for your retirement, right? Uh, so do you plan to work until the very last day of your life? No, right? You plan to retire at some point in time. Huh? Uh, so meaning that when you retire, you stop working huh? more or less. Huh? You may continue to do services to the community, to society, but your livelihood doesn't depend on it anymore. You are set for life. Uh, so you can use the same approach to cultivation. You ask yourself, how much time you want to devote to accumulate your resources for your future life? Uh, this life you have already prepared in the past life. Ma. Then uh, in this life, you continue to accumulate. Then you should also have a retirement plan for next life. <laughs> uh, assure that you have enough resources for a human and heavenly rebirth within this life. Huh? I think this is a. Uh, I like to think that is a more uh, realistic goal. Yeah, uh, but don't be limited to that. Yeah, I'm just saying that this is a minimum that we should strive for. Uh, so while you are striving for that, then you should consider. Uh, human rebirth doesn't mean that you'll be happier. Yeah, uh, so you must also do other practices to complement the this this path, so that you have uh, enough resources, so that you have enough connection with the Dharma, and then when you get reborn as a human, uh, you'll be in touch again with the uh, community of Upasaka Upasika. The community of big shoes and big shunis, the fourfold community. Yeah. Otherwise, you get reborn somewhere, then and then no dharma. Then how? Huh? So if we can do that, then we shine in this world. Uh, but not not very bright la. Shine a bit, just a bit. Yeah. Oh. Huh? Uh, at least you you will have the a different kind of confidence. You have the confidence that ah next life settled already. Yeah. What happened when you know clearly that next life is settled? A different joy arises. 
yeah the joy that you know clearly you don't have to worry about next life then your fear of death is lessened you don't have to fear that if you die what will happen you know clearly yeah your future life is set already then something amazing happens which is that it's just like if you have the burden uh again using worldly example uh, while you plan for retirement but your house mortgage is still your house loan is still there yeah then no matter how much money you have you still have the house loan so you you have the unspoken sense of uneasiness and your decisions on a day to day basis is somewhat affected by this burden of the house loan in the same way if you are unsure of your future life you are unsure of your human and or heavenly rebirth that's that bit of uncertainty yeah even though in this present moment you may be quite okay yeah there may be the unspoken un- anxiety you know but if you can be assured you know clearly next life is more or less settled then what's the advantage that inner peace that sense of ease gives you tremendous strength to be able to care for and help others uh, you won't have that knowing feeling that you don't have enough yeah uh, often times we feel like maybe i have, i don't have enough maybe i don't have enough yeah but actually it stems from this uncertainty yeah then you can truly uh plan your life yeah what do you want to do with the rest of your life if imagine let's say by the time you are 30 years old or 35 years old you practice 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 until you are very clear already yeah then from 30 35 years old onwards it is like being free of debt you know right like if in a worldly way if you are if you have paid your house loan by the time you are 35 every single dollar that you earn is yours to keep to use as you need or please right in the same way if you manage to assure yourself of your future life you know clearly that you will be reborn minimally as a human if not heavenly state and that you will be able to be in touch with the dharma again your life choices is would be drastically different yeah because then you can really look at the rest of your life and say okay from 35 to 70 years old and it doesn't matter how long it is you you won't be concerned how, hey how how long more because you know that you are settled already then you can really think what do you want to do with your life yeah uh while it's important to take care of our worldly finances it's also important to take care of our spiritual path ah then you can really start to plan uh, anyway we like to plan uh, right uh so you can do this plan okay yeah uh, as to how far you want to you want to set your goal that's up to individuals no uh, but as uh as a buddhist when i say buddhist i use it loosely uh, as someone who has come in touch with the buddha dharma sangha as we celebrate vesak day as someone who um who accept the buddha's teaching yeah take up the three refuges then the minimum we should work towards is at least 
the Wuchen Gong Fa. Yeah, that means refuge, yeah? five precepts, and then the ten wholesome deeds yeah? to work towards a minimum human and heavenly rebirth. And of course, if you can, then um, um, from here, then it's a shorter distance to Sotapanna. Yeah, uh, Sotapanna. Of course, if you attain Sotapanna, confirmed, won't be reborn in the realms. Uh, that is confirmed. Yeah. Then if we can do that, uh, that I think our result will be quite meaningful. Just nice, 3 p.m. Shall we wrap up for the day? Unless any of you have very uh, dying question or living question. Dying or living also can. 愿消三藏诸烦恼。愿消三藏诸烦恼。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智慧真明了。愿得智